the the manner that he interrupted each of the candidates was just right. One, I think there was prior expectation. I think that will happen. Yes. If you notice, a lot of the candidates, kapag yung time huminto talaga nag-stop sila, whatever, mm-hmm. kumbaga they were briefed about the, the rules. And Even Boy Abunda would stop talking kung may tinatanong pa siya, then like five minutes. <laughs> Oo, kumbaga, they were very disciplined. Tapos, um, there were a lot of redirection to all the candidates when yes. the point is being um, tawag dito, Missed. either misunderstood, malayo mm-hmm. na, or nakakaroon ng masyadong tangent, and then the follow-up question would redirect. Alright, welcome back to In Full Context. And this week, we will be talking about the Boy Abunta presidential interview. So, syempre, last week, ang mainit is Jessica Soho. So, we talked about that last week. And then, this week, syempre, tapos na ang Boy Abunda interviews. As far as I know, there's no episodes left to release. Uh, we've heard um, Isko Moreno, we've heard Ping Lacson, we've heard Lenny Robredo, we've heard Manny Pacquiao. And for the first time, for the first time, we've heard Bongbong Marcos speak in a mainstream interview platform. Siyempre, di ba ang topic last week uh, is him dodging Jessica Soho and there is a massive um, movement by his supporters to defend him all throughout. Tinawag siya na duwag. Tinawag siya na kung ano-ano. But now, he has appeared. This week, we will talk about, again, the interview itself. And then, we will talk about the performance of, of Bongbong Marcos. Just as how we examined the other candidates before. And before we start, let us introduce ourselves for those people who are just tuning in to the podcast for the first time. My name is Brent. Hello, my name is Marlon. And yun nga, Marlon, what Ayan. can you say? Lumabas na si, Mar- si Marcos for the first time. BBM, so kumbaga, ano yun ah, um, yung Power Rangers, kompleto na lumabas na lahat ng, <laughs> ng characters. Si Boy Abunda lang pala ang kailangan. <laughs> Sabay yung monster na lumalaki pagkatapos <laughs> Patatalas talunin ng konti, tapos mamatay, tapos lalaki. Diba? Parang, parang galing Power Rangers datingan. But anyway, um, it's, kumbaga, absent yes, si Marcos sa uh, Jessica uh-huh. Soy interview, but it's not naman the first time we've seen him. Lalo na tayo, we follow yes. um, politics very closely. But for others, obviously, it's just the first time they're seeing him. And again, all, unang-unang reaction ng mga tao dyan is yung view count as if it's a representation of ano kung sino man nanalo yeah. hindi kinukumpara kagad nila yung number of views ni Marcos ni Lenny ni Isko ni Lacson and I kind of predicted this na sabi ko nung una apakapangit ng timing ng kay Lacson dahil siya yung unang-unang Monday diba? oo uh, Monday and then followed by Marcos and then Lenny um, so medyo ano eh mahirap yung Tag dito yung flow na yun na syempre ma- mauusan ka ng mga masikat na candidate. So pag mas mataas yung view, mas marami kasing nag-aabang either to to hear validation or also to find fault. So hindi mo masisi na sobrang popular talaga ni Marcos. And in this video, mas mataas talaga yung view expected. Uh, and then an- another theory is of course kahit naman marami rin nag-aabang ng mali kay Lenny. Others couldn't finish eh. Ayun ang mga feedback na naririnig ko. Hindi nila matapos yung interview ni Lenny. Medyo 
cringe fest daw um parang kay Pacquiao it's the same manner some people don't uh did not find the strength to finish the interview knowing na <laughs> ano, na pare-pareho din yung format so again as a review like what we did for Jessica last week we talked about how uh, being mainstream sobrang konti nung time na spent sa certain issue and to boys ano uh, credit Boya Bundes credit and his team they did a lot of what we recommended last week diba? yes uh, like select topics that you strongly feel about or mga feeling mo importante sa iyo and that's a representation of, of a voter you know bawa ako never ko naman sasagi isip ko yung mining for example mm-hmm. hindi kumaga hindi yan isa sa uh, uh, checklist ko para maano ko kung pabor ba yung ibabato mo ba or diba and then same manner talked about uh, other topics like uh, social media uh, online pornography um, abortion abortion same sex marriage qualification of president uh, of being president so marami siyang tinap tinakal na topic yung iba medyo overlap yung sagot ng kandidato doon kay Jessica kasi yung nga naman when comes to root causes medyo matutumbok mo yon yes but i like that there is a certain amount of time spent and there's no limit of to the follow up question he can ask to pursue and break down yung sagot ng candidates. I like yeah. that he asked a lot of them. So how do you do that? So what do you mean? So ganito, ganyan, ganyan. He's and really trying to get to the root of the understanding of candidate, which we like and proposed last time. At saka, one more thing that I I like about it is, yun nga, when it comes to the follow-up questions, there's a lot of these candidates that would go off, off track. So, di ba, for example, uh, BBM did that. I heard some of it kay Isko Moreno did. Uh, if they are going off track, um, Boyabunda is using that time to actually bring them back on track, actually answer the question. Ang problem kasi, again, with Jessica Soho is that ang dami nilang question and they're given a limited amount of time to answer complex questions. And one of the most egregious example nga is tinanong nila yung kand- uh, candidate do you uh, what do you think is the problem of the Philippines and what do you think is the solution and then um, you're giving them 45 seconds to answer that that's not even nearly enough to try to explain yourself and then yun nga we have the the yes or no section and ang dami doon mga issue na would lead a lot of no ones and we want to hear hindi pwede yung yes no yes no lang so that's what I really like with Boy Abunda's interview so at least we now know Um, ano ba talaga yung stance ng mga taong ito can they justify their points at least we've heard some of it that way kasi we have, we're given 5 minutes and yeah. diba uh, we were reviewing some of the uh, eh, the shorts from the Jessica Soho interviews na we both agreed na wait so for an issue apat silang sumagot and then the video unedited I mean kompleto yung sagot nila during the interview can fit in a three-minute video. So, ibig sabihin, uh, maikli lang talaga yung time given. And, hopefully, if so someone else... I like else, yung approach na, ano eh, selected yung topic, pero they went deeper than Deep, normal. yeah. So, they even it, have the research uh, to uh, push for it. Hindi yung may matanong lang, di ba? Yung context din ang question, you know, di ba? So, mm-hmm. there's a lot of context as to um, paano pin-raise yung question. And so, you would know kung sino yung talagang sumasagot sa question directly. Um, I think one example, uh, of course, we talk about 
yung kay Marcos is yung sa diplomacy sa West Philippine Sea. Mm-hmm. Diba? Sinabi na this, parang if diplomacy fails, ano yung gagawin mo? Kumbaga, ang daming sinabi ni Boy, but he prefaced the question na kapag nag-fail na yung diplomacy, ano pa yung pwede mong gawin? Eh, an- but si, ano eh, si Marcos, his stand was diplomacy, diplomacy, diplomacy. Kumbaga, wala, yeah. wala tayong ibang magagawa kundi mag... Ano, actually, siya yung ano eh, um, yung unilateral talk. Gusto niya siya diretso lang kumausap. Mm-hmm. Parang he won't involve other parties, parang Philippines first. Na. Pero kasi, sa, sa context nga ng question, na diplomacy failed na nga eh. What are you going to do next? I think that's where Laxon answered a little bit differently. Lenny answered a little bit differently. At ipakiyaw, makikipagpata yan. Tatawagin niya yung mga waray. <laughs> Diba? Kaya naman daw natin yung... <laughs> In fairness naman kasi, uh, well, given benefit of the doubt, kasi the question that he asked is answerable by no. Diba? Kasi the way he phrased it, um, and there are nuances to it. Uh, Laxon said that meron tayong mutual defense treaty. However, that's actually... Um, I think I mentioned it in the podcast before, which makes it alam yun, much more complicated during a hearing with, uh, I think it was Senator Miriam Defensor Santiago, uh, Bongbong Marcos. Mm. I think they were interviewing some of the uh, commanders of the armed forces of the Philippines because apparently in the Mutual Defense Treaty, um, if in attack ang United States of America, we automatically declare war to whoever the aggressor is. And if we were attacked, it's up to their Congress to decide uh, if they will involve themselves or not. So, I mean, going back to the question, yun yung medyo unfair yung question. That it's it's something that I it could have been better if he would have given the question such as, "Ano yung you as a president? What would you do in order to resolve the issue in the West Philippine Sea?" And then, or just throw it like, "What's your approach to handle mm-hmm. the West Philippine Sea situation?" It's open-ended. It's not limited to diplomacy. It's not limited to um, arming ourselves. Uh, and then part uh, partnering with other countries, yeah. uh, same interest and whatnot. Because aside a lot. But people don't realize the West Philippine Sea issue is one of the many geopolitical issues in the area at this point. Yes. Diba? Kumbaga, to us, it's a it's a matter of territory, protecting sovereignty, maybe even resources. But on the side, China also has been pushing other territories. Diba? Yung Taiwan, there's always constant mm-hmm. threat there. There's something happening in in Ukraine that might potentially trigger parang if, if you read the books and history it, it almost looks like ano eh parang a setup for the World War 3 na China and Russia versus the West and that yung yung nangyayari but it, it goes beyond the ano eh the, the interview so it, it's a matter of what's how you how are you gonna handle what have we done wrong um, and how important is the West Philippine issue it's important but in terms of level of priority like when you sit in Six years. Do you think um, of all the resources and the problema na meron tayo, yun ba talaga yung isa sa mga uunahin mo? Or are you just prioritizing it because it's a hot issue? Kasi ginawang issue ni Carpe yan eh. Mm-hmm. Diba? Ginawang issue ng mga kalaban, especially how it's been handled and 
because Duterte has been friendly to China. So it's a it's a big issue here, yes. But, diba, in terms of uh, as a president for the next six years, is that even among the list of uh, the top five of the list that you want to prioritize? Knowing COVID, uh, poverty, corruption, build, build, build. Napakadami nating medyo yeah. mas importanteng issue pa na hindi ko sinasabi hindi siya importante pero realistically, diba? Okay, so um, makuha natin yung West Philippines binigyan yung China so what's next? What ano yung uh, anong, anong gagawin natin? Diba? And one more problem with that issue is that it's too complex and it 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 involves a lot more players than just the Philippines and China there's a lot more players needed to uh, come together in order to resolve that. And actually, we have uh, an episode talking about this. It's actually, if I'm not mistaken, it's our second episode that we published ever back in April 2021. You could go back. Uh, we explained how complex this issue is, why the arbitral ruling is not really that enforceable at this time. Uh, we explained all of that and why, I mean, it's important. You need to do something about it. You need to so- do something to protect our uh, our sovereignty, our fishermen. But it's not something that you can snap your finger and it will right. solve it. Hindi siya ganun. I, I would argue um, na, diba, isang trait ng presidente is focus on the things you can control at this point. Yes. Diba? Parang mas... Uh, it may be controversial to say that in front of a lot of people that you're expected a stance. But you can among my stance don't pero you also say na um dito, ayun nga, uh, I, I'd rather focus on the things that I can control, yung mga internal issues. Diba? Because I would also even argue na if we address a lot of the internal issues we have, the one that's more urgent, and then we do well with them, that places with better footing against our claim to the West Philippine Sea. Because if economically we're stronger, if the people are a little bit more united, um, we we have the same idea on what we want to do. It's easier to pursue that issue down the line. Now, tama ba na pabayaan mo na sakupin ng sakupin ng China yung mga isla doon and let them oh. settle? Mali, no? Diba? Mali. So, that, that's, uh, that's the aspect of ano. Pero yung parang to, to expect an outcome or something that would happen with the West Philippine Sea in the next six years na parang nakasalalay na susunod na pangulo yung, ano, yung magiging resulta nun is, is not necessarily a right expectation. Yeah, and just just for, for a frame of reference, this issue has been ongoing for decades. I mean, when I was in elementary, nung pinag-usapan yan sa history, pagdating namin sa Spratly's Island, it was already introduced that this is a contested area, there's a lot of claimants, this is a complex issue, we've had this issue from way back, and yun nga, hindi yan porque may maupo yung gusto mong pangulo, masasolve yan. Even if I choose the best president, I, 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 I cannot assure that it would, uh, resolve it. Kasi nga, there's a lot of factors going into it. There's a lot of nations that need to uh, go the right way before we can Pag-tulong, actually... Tulungan pa nila lima yan eh. Parang Hokage level 5 na. Oo. Diba? First Kage, second Kage, third, fourth. Lahat sila, biboto mong presidente, tapos lahat sila may may ano sa West Philippines. I, I, I doubt, feeling ko pala pati sila magkakagulo what they wanna do. Right? So that that's how complex this thing is. So, baga hindi nila kaya ang pagtulungan yan na parang si Madara lang yung pakalapan nila. <laughs> yeah, ang, ang ano lang kasi, bottom line, yes, we won in the arbitral ruling. It, it is important kasi at least we have, um, kumbaga may nasa atin yung titulo ng lupa. 
kumbaga diba parang ganun but it doesn't give us the the naval power needed to uh, enforce Sabi that ruling kasi malakas yung mga waray ah <laughs> kasi yun nga pinak- diba unless we have that power hindi naman kailangan necessarily sa atin but it would need uh, other countries the US NATO yung mga Southeast Asian neighbors natin but you have to remember na they have to work together for our claim and syempre each country is the only wala namang kasi talagang bansa na would do something out of the goodness of their hearts it's always for their own self-interest and those things parang ano eh parang yung aantayin mo maglinya-linya yung mga planeta para masaman mo yung kapangyarihan <laughs> parang ganun yung yung dating there's a lot would, of things that needs to go right before we I can, can even say na baka ang solusyon nga yun is not even with the countries and what not maybe even in China kailangan siguro magkaroon magbago yung leadership change yes. of tone and ano baka yun pa yung magdala niyan but anyway balik tayo kay Sir Boy di ba so <laughs> sa mga issues ni ni Boy Abunda Uh, some of them that were not covered uh, in Jessica, I think it's good to talk about. And then yung perception. But again, kasi kaya tayo napunta kay, ano, kay, pag dito kayo sa Pilipinas, kasi may issue na yung perception ng mga, although I like the format, there were so many questions asked, mm-hmm. Boy was able to redirect the candidate to where uh, he's asking the question almost again, because nalayo yung sagot ng kandidato. And I think, across, and I've watched all five, and Siguro bibihira yung mga Twitter warriors na pinanood talaga nila yung lima. I can say from start to finish, I did. Mm-hmm. Sabihin ko na the, the manner that he interrupted each of the candidates was just right. One, I think there was prior expectation. I think that will happen. Yes. If you notice, a lot of the candidates, kapag yung time huminto, talaga nag-stop sila, whatever. Mm-hmm. Kumbaga, they were briefed about the, the rules. And Even Boy Abunda would stop talking kung may tinatanong pa siya, then like five minutes. <laughs> Oo, kumbaga, they were very disciplined. Tapos, um, there were a lot of redirection to all the candidates when yes. the point is being, um, tawag dito, Missed. either misunderstood, malayo mm-hmm. na, or nagkakaroon ng masyadong tangent and then the follow-up question would redirect. So, yung interruption in a form of follow-up question, I don't mind that at all. Hindi ko siya nakikita. Hindi yeah, ko siya kasi, nakikita ang problema. Um, for example, Isko Moreno stands on abortion. Um, the specific question was abortion of rape or incest hmm. victims. So, that was a very specific uh, question and the way Isko Moreno answered it initially, parang ang preface niya is regular pregnancy, diba? So, mm-hmm. that's why the question afterwards, Boy Abunda, he tried to redirect it para maintindihan natin kung yan ba talaga yung stance mo or did you misunderstand the question? Well, eventually, he said na yung talaga yung stance niya for that specific issue. Pero, I mean, na-magnify th- kasi ni, ni Boy na so okay lang sa'yo na ganito, na ganyan, na ganyan. Kasi, oh, diba? inaano niya yung weight, <laughs> inaano niya yung weight ng question na baka yes. kasi you're taking it so lightly. Yun yung, yun yung gusto ko sa kanya eh. And then, po, naging bottom line na lang, di ba? Parang, so, is, does, does this have something to do with your faith? He did that with Lenny, he did that with Isko. Na parang nag-bottom well. line. Di ba? Yeah. Ayun, nag-bottom line na dahil sa paniniwala mo, kaya ito yung stance mo with the church. And sabi nila, yes. Even actually, pati si Lapson, yung patsabi niya kasi yung nanay niya really, nanay niya, lagi yeah. silang, ano. So, that's, I think the, the, interruption to further the point to 
to make sure na ikaw kandidato tinatanong kita this is a highly uh, contested issue highly controversial issue and then this is your stance kumbaga binibigyan kita ng malinaw na lin na na sagot kasi i want to make sure na hindi ka mamay misunderstood nung mga makikinig ng mga tao at walang line doon na pwedeng ay baka ganito ibig na sabihin that's how he was doing it and it was done across all the candidates except yes. I think he was a little bit light with Pacquiao but it's him adjusting to the person he's interviewing medyo naging polite siya kay Pacquiao kasi I think Bakasot he did not want to, to be rude <laughs> kasi feeling ko nagigets niya na hindi masyadong grasp ni Pacquiao yung issue remember I was telling you pinanonood ko kay Pacquiao That's the Pacquiao only interview I haven't need, watched. Pacquiao does not need the whole five minutes. Kasi yeah, may tanong finishes, si, ano, I saw kasi the snippet that si, you sent. Oo, oh, may tanong si, si Boy. And then Pacquiao would go on for about 40 seconds to one minute. Tapos mabobottom line, magiging corruption yung bottom line niya. So kahit anong issue, napupunta doon. Oo. Diba? And then uh, si Boy, wala ka namang ma-follow up question sa very little niyang sinabi na sobrang vague. Tapos babalik sa corruption. So, I think he let go a lot of the questions kay Pacquiao. But it's showing respect. Ayaw niya rin naman kasi mag-over the line. Kasi may history sila ni Pacquiao eh. Yung incident nila na yung sa LGBT statement ni Pacquiao. And obviously, mm-hmm. si Boy was against it and he spoke against it. It was his, his it was their first meeting after that incident. You <laughs> yeah. can tell in, in Manny Pacquiao's ano, um, body language nung sinabi, this is our first meeting after the incident. Medyo nahihiya siya or medyo scared or parang alam mo yon. alam mo yung pag mayroon kang kasalanan sa isang tao tapos ang tagal nung hindi nakita tapos nakita mo <laughs> siya. Oo. <laughs> may ganun siyang ano yung feel. So, Pacquiao was so transparent in the interview. May highs and lows. Umiyak yan. Tumawa. Tapos may ganun siyang may mga parang surprise moment. And then I think being boy nakita niya yon as a person na marunong mag-interview. Parang there's no further there's no need for me to make this person look naive or stupid. Kumbaga, okay, I'll take your answer. I'll I'll move on. Parang ito kita pan himself na ganun. Unlike the other more serious candidate, 'di ba? Si Lenny, si Bong, ko si ano, he really asked a questions kasi not only that they were following kung ano yung pinag-uusapan. Uh, these people actually have followers na kailangan malinawan sa stance ng yes. mga politiko na to. And I think that's where he did na, okay, medyo bias, but in a way not, not to favor a candidate, but he was biased to not hurt ano, Pacquiao. Kasi mm-hmm. yun yung ano niya eh. I think that was his take. And you know, I like that. Even though he was, he was the last to go in terms of the interview, I still watch it. Cringy na katawa pero I, I I saw it kasi the entire one week five days makikita mo naman kasi na he he was balanced across the board kahit na sabi na natin na baka medyo maka Marcos nga ito si si <laughs> si boy but si boy. Uh, I think he did he did really well uh with this interview the format and then the question yung ito pa pala meron pa tayong mga ano eh yung gusto nating sagutin na na issue na I don't think we tackled with some of the um yung tag dito yung censorship ng social media mm-hmm. kasi a lot of them said na pananagutin nila yung social um, media platforms social media platforms to the point na eto tinanong pa nga eh binlock 
kung kayo daw na ibang bansa i-block yung website, ba't daw hindi natin gawin? Tapos sabi ni Boy, isn't that censorship? Sabi, well, yes, it is and not. Pero dapat kasi meron silang responsibility. And in a social media episode, I think we touched on it a little bit. Kung, diba, even if you do that, <laughs> um, ano yung method na gagawin mo yon Number one, Kasi, di ba, mag, mag-BPN ka, pwede mo nang ma-bypass. Yes. Di ba, there's so many ways to do it. Tapos, Plus, I am I am not comfortable with giving the government that much power. Kasi nga, di ba, the pendulum swings both ways. It can favor you at one one point, and then mm. we there might be someone along the way that would be much worse. I mean, China is already doing. Binanggit pa kami sa mismo ni Isko Moreno to when he was explaining his point. China, China is doing it. Do we really want that? Na for the sake na uh, mabawasan yung let's say fake news or um, it's pornography that we actually censor our um, internet, we give what, power to the government to do that. I mean, what they don't consider is a lot of people and the business potential, the economic potential of social mm-hmm. media is really high. You know, we've talked about how we're freelancers, uh, social media managers, mga Pinoy, graphics, and all that. There's so much that people can do legally and then await obviously to make money para mabigyan mo ng chance yung mga taga-probinsya makapagtrabaho in equal footing as in Metro Manila invest in internet kasi anong point ng pag-invest ng infrastructure sa internet pagandahin mo yung service and all that when you're going to block access to social media kasi it doesn't favor or it, it favors it I think ang tal- dapat ituro is responsible use of social media yung mm-hmm. how to discern fake news from others tsaka yung enforcement ng mga talagang peddlers of fake news, yung systematic, yung libelous talaga yung datingan, mm-hmm. dapat sa enforcement, pero to block all the negative, yes, but also all the positive that comes with in the internet and social media. I think it's not a smart strategy for Pinoys. We will be left behind. The fact na Pinoy, behaviorally, we are we spend most time on the internet than a lot of the other countries even progressive countries sobrang babad yes. sa internet so there's all, always a problem with addiction there's a problem with control and all that pero I think it it needs to be addressed on uh, in education level sa family level para hindi siya ganun kasi we're the first generation to be exposed to social media kumbaga Indian hindi mo naman expect lahat na we immediately know the good and the downside of social media. We just, we're all kind of, lahat ng tayo, sumakay na lang tayo sa ride na, uh, sige, ganito na, lahat tayo lang sa internet and it will develop from here. Diba? So, it's a matter of tama ba yung pag-adapt ng ano? Kasi, when it's favorable, ito yung problem eh, diba? Um, the, the problem with only relying on mainstream media we know historically that's been controlled by politicians to further their campaign to hide the truth to do different mm-hmm. things kumbaga censoring social media and, and i still believe ito yung sinasabi ni, ni Reza, and i think that's why they are so much against social media is because it's taking away the power and the um like the exclusivity 
of information from mainstream media to social media. Kumbaga, before, kapag sinabi ng mainstream, batas. Yun yung totoo, yun ang nangyari. Lalo na sa mga lugar na yun lang yung palabas. Diba? That's all they know. That's their truth. Pero pag nag-social media, biglang may ibang story, biglang may ibang angle. Yes, some of them are lies. And so was mainstream media. Diba? Hindi naman, di naman unique problem ng social media yung fake news. Fake news itself is not really fake news, but the angle that they choose, kung ano yung gusto nilang narrative na suntan, it, it's very much happening. But nobody had a problem with the media before. Why? Because they can control it. Eh. Na, now, with social media, na-democratize, sobrang dami, it's just physically impossible to do without some sense of censorship. Pero that, again, that's the wrong approach. For the sake of a few, they will control internet that will take away so much from Filipinos na pwede natin gawin para pagkakitaan yung internet. Yeah, and I would like to add on to what you mentioned. We're the first generation to experience this. And according to multiple studies, even sa ibang bansa, sa mga progressive countries, ang mga biktima talaga ng fake news usually is the older generation. And alam mo yun, it means that the younger generation is actually more aware uh, or more discerning of these information, these things. And you can see it din naman, di ba? Uh, it's very rare for people na uh, in their 20s, in their 30s to actually fall for uh, straight-up fake news. And I, I guess that's um, one indicator that the future when it comes to uh, fake news and whatnot is actually bright. I mean, hindi bright para sa fake news, ha? Bright para sa uh, society because uh, more people are aware. Um, discretion, no? Mas maayos ang discretion ng mga, yes. mga bago. So, yun nga. Nasa, nasa atin naman yan, but I, I really, I'm really uncomfortable with letting, di ba, sasabihin mo na ang, ang gobyerno corrupt, ang gobyerno hindi makapagkakatiwalaan, uh, pasahayaan mo sila na i-block i- ang Facebook, I-block. mamili kung ang alin yung isa-sensor na post. That doesn't make sense. You have to rethink your position. Kung sa tingin mo may problema sa gobyerno, but you're okay with censoring a lot of these things. But, you know, the government are... will censor it, di ba? Parang napaka-ironic. <laughs> na hindi ka naniniwala sa gobyerno, pero may tiwala ka sa gobyerno na-controlin ko ano yung pwedeng ipakita sa'yo sa hindi, di ba? It just doesn't add up. Crazy. So, that's one issue. Ano pa ba yung kay, ano, kay, um, yeah, yung just to be clear, sa, ano? sa abortion, di ba? Mm-hmm. Ayan, yung sa abortion issue ni, ano, a lot of them took the easy, easy way out. Oh, Catholic route na they're against it and then there are some exemptions. So, to me, the way that these candidates explain themselves, ano na lang eh, pagandahan na lang ng pag-state ng problema, pagandahan ng, ano, ng kunwaring um, solution. But to me, it all sounds the same. And this one thing I noticed also with the other question, lalo na yung sa mining, yung sa una, diba? I've talked about it, na lahat ng mga candidate, four out of the five, when they were asked that first question, they said, Yes, ipagpapatuloy yung or okay lang sa kanila natanggalin yung moratorium against mining. Mm-hmm. But they all, they all said na dapat ang parang mining kasi is a good is a big industry kailangan ng Pilipinas yan. We need to develop it blah blah blah. What they're not favor of is yung mga illegal mining, open pit mining at saka yung basically uh, irresponsible mining. But Lenny, if we just listen to her he said no 
she doesn't agree parang iinto niya yung yung um, approval so basically tutuloy niya yung ban with mining tapos she went on and said a lot of things tapos nung tinanong ni Boy so you're uh, no, sustainable mining yes sustainable mining so kung ikaw yung kandidat yung ikaw yung mamimili no parang it, it sounded like magkaiba yung stance or nanindigan yung kandidato mo pero in reality they're all saying the same thing yes. so that's the beauty of the the same questions dami nilang palabok but at the bottom line do they agree or they don't like sustainable mining ano lang yung definition ng sustainable mining sa hindi yun doon sila nagkakaiba eh kasi kay kay Laxon sabi niya lang kailangan pare-pareho yung pag uh, pag-approve same process walang palakasan same ah, kasi parang kasi yung environment ganyan same din kay Marcos kung ano-ano yung eksena dami lang I think to me when uh, somebody watched it and then hindi niya pa napapanood lahat or when you're about to watch it just be careful to really intently listen even on the follow-up question tapos ano yung end result kasi baka mamaya you only listen to um, that part na uh, ano ko uh, ihinto ko kasi at the end of the day yun yung ayaw natin sa politika eh yung, yung i-stop Mm-hmm. yung project or yung isang activity ng previous admin just because they're opposition <laughs> and for the sake of saying no at yeah. mag, mag, maging consistent ka sa stand mo you say a lot of things pero yung gagawin mo pag naupo ka ganun din I mean, it doesn't doesn't add up what what it does it, it scares away miners yung mga in, mga investors yung mga pwedeng gumawa niyan na pwede sana pagkakitaan lahat sila pag pinag-combine mo yung points na sinabi nila it's all Kasi, pointing towards the same. If I can remember correctly, um, when it comes to the stances for mining, lahat sila for sustainable mining. And I agree, ang weird nga nun, kasi parang masabi mo lang nahihindihan mo yung ginawa ng previous administration, yet, you are still okay with basically what everyone else is saying na gagawin dapat, which is enforcement ng, uh, ex- ng existing laws when it comes to Uh, sustainable mining I guess ang dapat nga the reason why I think uh, Boyabunda included yung open pit mining is because it's it's supposed to be the contest, uh, cont- uh, contentious point diba? yung dapat yung punto na yun yung pag-uusapan are we for or against open pit mining kasi diba parang I mean if I If I can remember correctly it was only Bongbong Marcos na mentioned na hindi siya okay sa open pit mining I I think Uh, Isko was okay with it uh, but Bongbong said na he's not okay with it unless they can present something that they Kasi that they can prove na oo na kung mapuprove nila or may bago silang technology that it that can prove na it's not going to be as harmful but he's against it I mean yun yung basa ko dun sa question na yun it was supposed to be open pit mining that was supposed to be mm-hmm. the point na pag-uusapan oh, the, the story of the regular average person. Mining, yeah. Versus industries na big companies. Kasi yun lagi ang ano eh, that, kaya nga ang, ang narrative din ni Lenny when she said something like, dapat ang makinabang yung mga Pino, yung mga Pilipino, dapat yung mga ano, isipin natin yung mga involved doon sa, sa industriya na yun, yung ano yung trabaho, ano daw yung ganyan. Laxon, I think, and um, tag dito, um, Marcos said the same about yung kung ano yung benefit sa mga magta- mag- mga trabador. Mga trabador, yeah. Mining. So, di ba, there are so many things na 
I, I don't know. To me, it really sound trapo-ish. Yung mga sagot na isipin muna natin kung sino ang makikinabang, uh, ganito, <laughs> yung mga maliliit, yung mga nasa laylayan. Parang lahat na lang, kunwari yung sagot mo na sila yung iniisip mo na na priority. Sino bang hindi? Uh, to the point na to me, it, it became a question of how Yung nga yung sinasabi ni, ano, ni, ni Boy sa isang question. Pag-eleksyon, bidang-bida ang mahirap. Yeah. Yung, pover- yung sa poverty, poverty porn, porn. diba? Pag uh, sa eleksyon, lahat ng platforma, lahat ng programa, lahat ng activity ng mga, ano, uh, mga politika towards sa mga mahirap. Pero hindi naman talaga nakaka- nakakaabot sa kanila yung pinaka-project, diba? So, so, yun yung ano eh, yun yung that's what I saw in some of the answers uh, ni Lenny. Sa, na parang, kaya siya na uubusan ng oras, kaya kaya nakastop siya kasi laging daming eksena. Daming palamok. Yeah. Oo, kumbaga, lahat sila may ganun, pero parang they're only prefacing kung ano yung angle nila. Sa kanya, sa kanya kasi parang sobrang as an, I don't know, it, it appears like ayun nga, cringy. Pero again, pag kinumpare natin, kasi narinig na natin, saray na tayo sa kanya eh, si Marcos naman. ba Ano yung observation natin sa mainstream interview? To me, I think some of the questions na natanong na siya before, he's a little bit more prepared. But I also encountered him going off kung ano lang yung question, parang in-expound niya. And this is the scene ng mga ano eh, ng... Yung mga may com skills, yung alam nila na makakalusot sila sa kahit anong topic pag pinag-recite mo. Yes, diba? yes, yes. Oh. Pag binigyan mo ng topic, parang hindi kaya ko na yan, ako nang bahala dyan. So, parang it shows, even, though even though they're not prepared, it sounds like they answered, pero they did not. Ang daming mm-hmm. ganong instance. I think siguro, I'd say a good 40% ng mga uh, scenario na natanong kay Marcos hindi talaga siya ready but he is just able to talk it out um, pero pag binasa mo yung ano niya so he says it better pero yung yung content, content is yung laman nung sinabi niya after everything said and done kumbaga pag nilagay mo yun sa caption or script afterwards tapos binasa mo ano ibig sabihin nito ano ba talaga yung sinabi niya wala kang makukuha ng conclusion eh wala kang makikitang yeah. plano or action di ba a lot of uh, a lot of his answers are di ba we were talking about it offline na very theoretical and uh, i mean it shows na they really did not prepare as much when it comes to interviews like this kasi uh, they've been going off on the narrative na they are trying to grow their uh, following naturally so it's all um, YouTube vlogs and whatnot, but uh, again, pansin mo to eh, eto yung napansin ko, kasi Bongbong Marcos has a lot of fillers. So, if you work in uh, the BPO industry, alam mo yan, yan yung mga uh, um, uh, oh, mga ganun, in between, he has a lot of fillers, and the more he's unsure of the question, the more fillers he has. And you can see it. So, pag pinanood mo siya, I rewatched it. Uh, I rewatched almost all of them except for Pacquiao's. Um, and then you can see na pag alam niya yung sagot, 
Mabilis siya magsalita. Like, he, he deliver a, a whole slew of sentences by stancha and whatnot. Pero pag wala, for example, yung sa mining, medyo na-stutter na siya nung simula. Pero nga, uh, I agree na he's able to talk it out. I mean, overall, um, his appearance in the Boy Abunda interviews was just enough for him not to get bullied too much sa social media. Parang ano yun, he did the bare minimum to satisfy his uh, following and to not let himself be uh, torn apart in social media. That's that's my thinking. And alam niyang lamang siya na parang hindi na niya kailangan masyadong mag-effort and that's what I'm afraid for in terms of the debate. Mm-hmm. na hindi sila ganun mag-ready at matatalo sila sa ng ibang kandidato or they will be caught saying things that will be detrimental um, to them yeah. oh, and then later on ma-disprove and then masasabihan na naman siyang tinungaling tinungaling and then <laughs> alam mo yun si si Marcos yung body language na yung facial expression niya same manner na you can see it in Pacquiao talaga pagka hindi niya ano yung, ta- yung tanong parang ngayon nila na-encounter you know he really struggles to say it yun nga lang ang, ang advantage niya talaga is he can talk it out opposite to Lenny kahit alam ni Lenny sasabihin niya pag alam ni Lenny sasabihin niya mas konti lang yung paulit-ulit kasi masasabi niya ng diretyo pero pag kinakonstruct niya pa lang doon pa lang nagpapaulit-ulit so again speech patterns the way you say things does not reflect intelligence, intelligence. pero yung perception of intelligence doon na inuugot kumbaga mas maraming ganun mas laging nabubugbog si si Madam Lenny tapos yung ano naman yung mga average Joe pag nakita nila si Marcos nagsasalita parang dire-diretso tapos ang pag sinabi mo kasi theory yeah, diba so what do you know about mining is mining good or bad well mining can be good and bad baka parang gantong mining can be good and bad Mining it's, is bad pag inapuso mo. Kasi pagka ganito. At it's mining can also be good. It's one of the biggest industry. Ganyan. Mm, so parang dahil mo siya sasabi. Pero parang... Tapos tsaka ano yung sinabi niya na hindi alam ng normal na tao. Kung baga at the end of the day, what makes you the person na kailangan ganun? Kasi you, anybody could have recited the same thing. Kaso nga yun, nadadala niya, niya, ano, nadadala niya lang ng ng speech niya then like I said lamang din sa sisko sa ganyan na eh. tipong ano eh confidence yung yung kumbaga dalahan nila now yeah, the, the reaction the, the way he delivered the censorship phase he was really alam mo yun very charismatic kung mm-hmm. hindi mo masyado pinapakinggan yung pinagsasasabi nun just ko pala nagkutin natin sila eh kung kaya nga ng ano, China eh bakit natin kaya Nagano pa si Kuya. Tapos sabihin niya, um, um, di ba, ganito, magbibigay ka ng information mo. Ganito. Di pa kayo, ginanon din eh. Pa- paano daw, tinanong kasi yun ni, ni Boy eh, sabi niya. Paano natin malalaman kung, bawa, I can be 14, pwede ako magpasa ng, uh-huh. ng kamuha ko ng profile, pretend to be 40. Eh di, sabihin pa kayo, hinga natin ng ID. Kasi yung iba doon, may hingi ng ID eh. Sabi, sabi ng ganyan. Yung mga solusyon di pa kaya, talaga matotoa kayo. Pagka may mga tanong, napaka, simple lang mundo sa kanya. Simple lang sagutin <laughs> ng mga katanong. Kaya masaya din naman. Nasakit ulo mo, eh kung sineryoso mo, pero pagka hindi, ano lang, okay uh-huh. lang yan sa, sa reaction reaction stage naman tayo ng mga ano ng mga ng publiko syempre we've said it from Jessica's episode na um, 
people will hear what they want out of their candidates and then sometimes they watch their candidate para lang manira ng ng kandidato i think it was a little different dahil nga sa format ni ano ni ni boy and i think it's a good dito, good approach na kung ang format mo ganon na medium deep as malalim it's hard even for trolls to find anything meaningful na pwede yeah. nilang ibalik i saw very little things kagaya ng sabi ko ito yung mga unang ano eh lumabas eh yung yung si Marcos daw does not condone negative campaigning tapos si Lenny naman daw naninira diba so yun yung unang narrative sa isip-isip ko sa dami ng matinding issue pinag-usapan sa one hour na yon tapos yung... nagkakagulo kayo sa kung okay ba yung negative campaigning sa sa hindi diba parang bakit yun ang ano ang sa daming issue yun ang naibabaw sa inyo yun lang ba yung naintindihan yung issue yun lang ba yung issue na may stance kayo or, and, and another uh, one is ano nakita mo ba yun yung uh, oh, Marcos wants to export labor just like his father nakita mo ba yun na uh, may mga lumabas na mga ganong memes na pinapakita na he wants to export uh, workers na basically reliable FWs however diba if you actually watch the five minutes that he mentioned that he didn't say that at all. Parang ang pinaka-stance niya is um, ideally, we want them to go back home and if they want to go out outside to work, it's my choice, not by necessity. At this point, we're not there yet. We need to work to go get there. Parang ganun. It's still theoretical, but what he said and what they are taking out of it is very different. Diba? Um, That's it, yung stance, actually, diba? Parang... Diba? by choice dapat ang pagalis ng OFW hindi by necessity. Yeah, it's, namang... yeah, it's weird for me na yun nga, yung point na yun ang gagamitin mo to actually try to hurt him. Your the point that you're bent just like dun nga yun sa sa negative campaigning versus sa sinabi ni uh, Lenny na a lot of these people lumalabas talaga kung bakit ginawa ni Jessica so yung ganung classing interview. Mm-hmm. Na short form, pag short form yung questions digestible, madaling i-share ng tao, madaling well, kung papayagan ng content ID yung ano, yung <laughs> content. <laughs> uh, but, uh, when it comes to deeper things, people don't really dig deep into it. If you are a supporter of any candidate, don't just watch your candidate. I implore you to watch everyone. So, kung bago ka magwala sa Twitter, bago ka magwala sa Facebook, bago ka mag-post ng TikTok mo na binabash mo si Boy Abunda or whatnot, watch all of them. Just go ahead. Oh, watch all of them. Huwag yung daw na, na na against kay Boy dahil daw in-interrupt niya yung ano. I don't like it. to I mean, everyone. I <laughs> Kainis yung may, ay, na, na sa dami ng pinag-usapan, ang takeaway ng mga taong to is yung interrupt. Ako, I got enough of Lenny na naiintindihan ko yung mga stance niya. Mm-hmm. Diba? Naiintindihan ko rin yung enough sa mga ibang kandidato. Hindi siya, it did not hinder me from understanding what's her stance on certain subjects. Pero ang pinag-aawayan, yun nga, ang nakakainis, is kung ito yung kandidato mo na ano, negative campaigning. Diba? If you, if you want to take that route talaga 
Ito yung sabi ni Catriona before, eh, no? Kaya hindi siya nagko-comment sa politics. Kasi at the end of the day, kung sino manalo, diba, it's still the Philippines that you represent. Mm-hmm. So, kumbaga, mag-away. Kumbaga, mag-away kayo sa election. After election, may nanalong kandidato. Ano na? Ano na yung sitwasyon ng, <laughs> ano ng, sitwasyon ng Pinas? Kasi nagkagulo na. So, may point yung na dapat hindi na nanira. Dapat. However, it should be an agreement across the board. Lahat ng kandidato dapat sabihin nila mag-agree sila na wala tayong gagawing negative campaigning kasi i agree to the point na nakakasira yun ng 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 kaguluhan 'di ba nakakagulo talaga talaga nag-aaway mm-hmm. nag-aaway na ay mga kandidato kahit yung mga kandidato hindi nag-aaway yung mga supporters nila nag-aaway na much more kung yung kandidato pa nanguna sa pag-aaway and also sa mga supporter naman ni Marcos hindi po saint si Marcos pag sinabi yes. niyang i'm not condoning negative campaigning Eh, yun, yun, hindi ginagawa yung kasi siya yung pinakamalaking target out of all the candidates. <laughs> Katangahan. Kung atarihin niya pababa, di ba? Kung, kung titira sila ng ibang kandidato, kasi sobrang laki nilang target, napakadaming pwedeng ibato sa kanya. Di ba? She's not being a saint for doing this. He's not being the leader for doing this. He's being, being strategic. Yeah, tactical. <laughs> Diba? Not to do it. Kasi babatuin siya pabalik ng mga yan. So, at the end of the day, whether walang tama doon eh, nanira si Lenny or sinabi niya lang yung totoo. Kasi ang stand ng mga supporter, eh, she, she's being honest. Naging prank ka, no, ano yun, no holds barred. Parang lahat, ano siya, kumbaga para sa bayan, sasabihin niya lahat. Ang pinaka-takeaway ko doon, kapag hinimay-himay ko talaga lahat ng sinabi nila, eh, member kay Jessica So, sabi ni Lenny, baboto niya daw si Pacquiao hmm. out of all the candidates. Pero nung bakit hindi niya iboboto si Pacquiao, sabi niya hindi enough ang kabutihan. Sadly, hindi enough yung kabutihan lang. Pero sinabi so, mo na siya iboboto. Pero sinabi mo, siya iboboto out of all of them. So, what are you really saying, di ba? At, at the end of the day, you'd rather go for tao na hindi enough dahil lang, di ba? Uh, hindi ko maintindihan. So, Kumbaga, people are taking away different things than kung ano talaga yung lesson nung, nung conversation. I, I rarely, and I saw only a handful na talagang inimay nila yung napanood nila at point by point kung ano yung take ng mga candidates. I saw some people like that. You know, I like that they're doing that exercise and sharing it on Facebook para maintindihan ng mga kandidato. Tapos meron pang people that I saw got attacked simply because inatake nila yung ginawa nga ni, ni Madam Lenny na may sinagot siya dun sa mga bakit hindi si ganito. Tapos binato siya, inaway ng inaway, sinabi, if you have the same energy nung ginawa nila to, bakit ganito, ganyan, ganyan. Alam mo na yung mga same, <laughs> yung mga ano nila na yung usual kung, na uh, ano? mga usual lines ng mga ano tapos parang hindi kinakawawa. Yeah, I've seen some others nga nung lumabas yung Bubongbong Marcos interview. His, his take kasi uh, with abortion, diba? sabi niya as a statesman, he would allow uh, abortion for rape victims and whatnot. Tas may mga taong nag-agree doon and then they get attacked as well. I mean, given the fact na it is a divisive issue, but come on people. Ah, uh, ang point ng ano eh, ng all eh, ito yung pinaka point ng election, mga kapatid. 'Di ba? May mga <laughs> may mga bagay, may mga issue. Tapos kung sino yung kandidato mo na naniniwala sa pinaniniwalaan mo, 
yun yung iboboto mo kasi yes. further niya yung belief mo hindi license ang pag-post ng Facebook page ng kung ano yung paniniwala nila hindi yung license na atakihin mo sila regardless Lenny ka, Marcos ka, Bongbong ka, Ping or whatever hindi porket pinost nila yung opinion nila eh against na sila sa kandidato mo or yes, sa'yo yes. as a person sa pagkatao parang doon ako naiinis yung mga nang-attack ng kusino-sino kapag may nag-post and eto pa <clears throat> what I don't like is us having to tiptoe around these people alam mo yun na parang mm-hmm. I have to think about what I what I can post uh, because there are a lot of things for example yung ano na lang uh, when it comes to yung views ni uh, Bongbong Marcos kasi there's a lot of yes. people who are contesting that I have to craft my message in a very careful way so that they don't think that I am throwing shade against their candidate when in fact in reality ang ginagawa ko lang naman is is uh, explaining the situation I'm not going uh, for or against a specific candidate Sinasa- sinasagot ko lang ko ano yung pinost mo sa Facebook and alam mo yun you, I, mm. I shouldn't need to tiptoe yeah, I shouldn't I need to tiptoe around you but I do out of respect hindi naman out of respect but out of fear of myself kasi once I do something di ba sinabi tayong dalawa we were both branded dilawan we were both branded uh, DDS konti na nga alam mo ha, brand na tayo ng Marcos Apologist eh. but, but that's because yung stance natin per issue hindi per tao yan ang kailangan yung tandaan and yun nga ang problema kasi yung dating problema ng DDS la before kasi DDS lang yung gumagawa nun eh, na if you're against us, dilawan ka. If you're for us, DDS ka. Na, for, for, for some reason, all the other political groups, all the other people, inadapt na yung ganong klaseng behavior, which is not good. Na parang, konting, ano na lang, konting post mo lang na medyo supportive dun sa stance. And not even the candidate itself you will be called out for supporting that candidate which is crazy diba alam mo yan mga mass reporting na yan mga <laughs> ako naman I tipped up for two different reasons one um, because if I do that and people engage me I don't think they can understand whatever I will explain back to them like kumbaga even if they about me since my pinoska may nag-comment ganyan, ganyan and then you explain they will think like nakikipag-away ka they will think like um, nakikipag-bardagulan ka mm-hmm. di ba? parang I, I don't think that they can understand or they will understand it in the same level that I do so, kumbaga ang hirap i-explain sa ibang tao nang hindi sila ganun ka ka-involved kumbaga ang problema kasi ang one side di ba? ang hirap lang nun eh ang problema kasi, mabilis kasing mapikon. Diba? Yung famous uh, quote nga ng ano, sa General Luna, sinabi ni Apolonario Mabini, pwede bang <laughs> mag- mag-usap ang mga Pilipino nang hindi napipikon? Kasi that's the truth of it. Diba? Uh, for example, us, we, we take our stances and we are more careful, especially now that we are uh, building our platform, we have our listeners, uh, we are being careful with what we say. Pero ang problema, yun nga, a lot of people take offense to you just taking the other side and we're not necessarily attacking them we, we haven't we haven't done any ad hominem attacks at all and right. you might be 
alam mo yun nga I just want to clarify din what Marlon said hindi naman natin sinasabi na hindi mo maintindihan kasi pobo ka it's just that hindi mo maintindihan kasi the context of the conversation is being taken out of out of context na parang imbes na this should be what we want uh, an elevated um, discussion of politics online imbes na we are talking about facts we are talking about theories we are talking about uh, specific issues bakit ganito yung paniniwala ko bakit ganyan yung paniniwala mo as usual and we've proven this time and time again out of our own self experience ang kinauuwian talaga lagi gulo away lang sa social media walang pinagkakatapusan and that's actually the reason why we have this podcast in the first place yeah. because we want to explain our views yeah, when i and, say uh, things normally it's ano eh multi-layered so i it's and then when i answer you it doesn't mean i don't get your point diba? and then when mm-hmm. we say something back it doesn't mean that we're arguing it's a matter of consistency so if you go back from the beginning when we started our podcast we've we've said this we've called out many times na We don't like the conversation happening online, and I don't want to be a part of it. Hindi ako mag-engage to. Now we have this platform in podcast. If you're open, go. Makinig ka. Tapusin mo yung buong episode, and then, de ba? Magsalita ka, say something back to us about what we said, and then from there, it we can start because a little bit different. And then the second reason yes. is, kasi nga, I'm trying to optimize my account for the things <laughs> that I want to do in the future. I don't want any. Noise or whatever in my Facebook. I didn't even post because before, um, pag dito, um, pag kami bumati sa akin, pag birthday ko or no birthday ko, may post ako something, <laughs> de ba? So my birthday went ba went past. Tumipas na siya ng ilang linggo na. I did not post anything because I want my Facebook to be clear of ano as much as possible anything personal. Um, na tag dito either can be used sa ano sa crypto sa pagnao ng personal identity <laughs> mga ganang ganon yes. kasi I, I have investments in things na de ba alam mo na people KYC kung ano anong information mm-hmm. so I try to bury them um, sa nakaraan yung mga ganyang ano information <laughs> hindi ko na yan masadong inexposed so kung bago kasi It has to be very clear, de ba? Kaya nung nangyari kaya pinlak ko yung sa account ko yung kay ano yung sa yung review na ginawa ko sa isang password. Pakainan, oh, yeah. Eric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So de ba? After that, konting ano lang, dami ko ng picture na nakapublic kasi yung iba eh, na luma, mm-hmm. nakapublic, nakita ko yung picture ko saan saan. So I I made everything private. So baka wala nang hindi na yon mag ano. In, in danger of anything na misuse, de ba? Sobrang laki ng chance na ma-misuse or ma-misquote ka sa mga sa mga bagay na gagawin mo. So it's very very important to be careful. That's why we have this podcast just to go over and discuss. So pag sinabi na hindi maintindihan ang gawin ba? Kasi sabing bobo, siya sabi ko ay um, often times there's just a different level of understanding people has on different topics kasi the more that you are engaged the more na mo marerealize na hindi walang simple dito sa politika walang simple sa kahit anong issue um, na pag-uusapan natin ano ba yung what's the simplest issue sa tingin ko na na hindi pinaka least arguable sa kahit anong side na 
when may corruption sa gobyerno. Diba? Now, um, pag, pag nilayer mo yung issue na yan, ang problema ba is yung sistema, yung gobyerno, yung mga tao. Automatically, ang daling i-divide niyan na ang problema is gobyerno, sistema. Meron din namang side na ang mga tao mismo corrupt. Kasi, diba, pag nakuli ka ng simpleng violation, ano na mong gagawin? May kiusap ka. May <laughs> So, alam mo yun, um, tawag dito, pag pumunta ka sa sa opisina ng gobyerno, naghanap ka ng trabaho, anong una mong ginagawa? Pasok mo naman ako, baka may kilala ka dyan, or ganito, ganyan. Naghanap ng bakit. <laughs> diba? So, is it the system? Is it the people? So, parang yun pa lang, something as, content, na, something as simple as, do we all agree na may corruption sa gobyerno? Yes. Now, do we agree ano yung root cause nito? Diba? Yung, yung sistema, yung gobyerno, o yung tao mismo. Uh, uh, last, week, I've been watching a lot of, and this is super weird, um, circa, super old pictures, videos of Manila. Like, meron sa YouTube niya, tapos may lumang music na ano, parang mga nostalgic shit lang. Ang mag, ang narealize ko doon, when I saw some videos, Ilog Pasig, as early as 1970s, 80s, kulay blue. Sobrang linis. Ito yung kinakwento ng aeropad ko dati, na dati yung Ilog Pasig daw, malinis talaga. As in, parang, ano siya, yung Singapore, yung alam mong ganong klase ng water, sobrang linis. Now, in a matter of two, three decades, sobrang itim, sobrang linis, sobrang tumi, <laughs> sobrang ano. So, ang problema ba nun is yung gobyerno, pinabayaan, or ang problema nun is people were okay na magtapon ng basura doon. Kasi, at the end of the day, Sabihan mo yung tao na bawal magtapon sa ilog? Or do they just know na wag magtapon sa ilog? Ano ba yung i-expect mo sa kanila? Kasi pwede mo naman hulihin yung tao eh. In- enforce, super enforce mo to death na pagka ano, itatapon. The problem is kapag ka hindi nakatingin, lulusot at lulusot. Mm-hmm. Pero asaan na yung initiative ng mga tao na maganda yung ilog? Diba? It's a body of water. It's very important na by nature hindi magtapon ng basura. Meron na, this is the, ano yun, the observation I know. Kapag ang Pinoy inilagay mo sa ibang bansa, sa ibang lugar, suddenly they are very disciplined. Hindi nagtatapon ng basura kung saan-saan. Yung simpleng pakete ng plastic, mm-hmm. ng candy, whatever, hindi mo, hindi mo makikita itatapon lang yun basta ng Pinoy sa kung saan pag nasa ibang banda pwede dito sila sa Pilipinas di ba? yung upos ng sigarilyo yung ganito kung saan-saan lang tinatapos durakan-dura ko saan-saan it's, it's a societal thing din kasi di ba? Um, ang mga Pilipino kasi so for example uh, a lot of my relatives went abroad and yung mga kwento nga nila mga ganun Uh, I think that's more of them trying to fit in the society that's existing in that country, di ba? Kasi kung sa bansang yon, 99% ng tao ay ganito yung thinking, ganito yung ugali. Most likely, pag ikaw ang pumunta doon, you would try to fit in. You would try to um, make sure that you are conforming to what their uh, customs, rules, uh, laws, societal uh, societal rules. Pero yun That's kasi yung problema, eh, no? That's so, one way to look at it, eh. Pero ang assessment ko dyan is yung Pil- Pilipino, wala lang, hindi lang siya ganun, hindi niya lang ganun karespeto yung Pilipinas. 
Or yes. yung, yung bayan niya. Yung tipong, kasi pagpunta niya doon, kahit wala naman siyang ibang nakikita, magdadalawang isip siya na magtapon ng basura eh. Kasi ang linis. Mm-hmm. Diba? Parang mas nahihiya siya na gawin yun sa ibang lugar kaysa dito sa banta natin. Na ang gagawin ng mga tao, magtatapong kagad ng basura. Yung mga simpleng sa park. Meron kami pinupunta ang park sa Las Piñas, sa umaga. Maglalakad-lakad lang si Hawi doon. Andaan, malinis yun. Kasi may mga naglilinis. Tapos, after ano, kanina, balinalikan namin, pansin namin, marami ng basura. Sabi ng kalat. Never naman nawala yung basurahan. Never naman nawala yung ano. Pero, the people that are going there are just okay. And I personally witnessed, may mga na-video pa ako doon na na nakakotya ako nagiintay lang sa harapan ko umiinom ng something or what di ba simple lang tatawid lang tatapon lang yung basura ang ginawa tinapon lang na parang hindi ko alam alam mo yun napaka napaka toxic na sobrang casual nila magtapon ng basura na <laughs> mga simple bagay na ganyan you go here you bring your kids here tinadala mo yung anak mo sa lugar na to tapos tatapon ka ng basura why? because it's not your responsibility yun yun yung matter ng ano eh, so, yun sabi ko kanina na yung sistema, yung problema ba is tao or sistema. It can be both, can be ano, whatever, pero at the end of the day, nothing is as simple as Seems. it sounds. And ang dami niya nag-uumpisa. Eh, sa politics, laging ganyan. Ah, na-imagine ko nga, pagkambawa, ayan na, magde-debate na, maglalaban-laban na yung mga kandidato, pagkalingan ng sagot. What, I, what I'm picturing is, what, and maybe the next few episodes, what President, uh, what the Philippines would be like in uh, Marcos presidency, in Aleni presidency, in Isko, Pacquiao, kumbaga, by imagination, ano ba yung katingin ninyong mangyayari when they're under that particular admin. So, kumbaga, yun ba yung Thailand, ba't mo siya hindi boboto or iboboto mo? You see, anong, anong napipicture mo na lagay ng Pilipinas in six years or in mm-hmm. maybe even in two years? Diba, pagka na, na-elect na yung kandidato, ano ba? Ito yung mga laging bala ng mga DDS, you know, yung dati, yung panahon na yun, may laglag bala. It oh. sounds very, very distant. <laughs> Pero that was a reality back then, na yung simpleng bagay na ikaw, airport, pabiyahe ka, kailangan balot na balot lahat ng gamit mo. Di, Naka-plastic, di ba? Yeah. Nakakakita ang airport sa buong mundo, di ba? Nakakaling-rap. Na, <laughs> Diba? So, parang nakakahiya yung ganong klaseng sistema and it's a matter of ano na simpleng bagay na, na magagawan lang pala ng action. Kaya hindi mo din maano yung mga loyalist na DDS talagang there are uh, things na talagang nabago and nag-iba. But ano ba yung nai-imagine mo sa panahon ni Marcos? Ano ba yung mga mga simple things na pwedeng i-take away na biglang naayos na lang? Diba? Kumbaga ano yung low-hanging fruits ngayon na nangyayari na kapag si Marcos o si Lenny biglang umupo, biglang magbabago sa tingin mo, ano yung mga gano'ng example? I cannot think of ano eh. I can't. Parang wala kasing ano eh, walang super easy na issue. I mean, even yung issue nung nagnakaw ng manga, apparently it's more complex than it sounded. Mm. Parang there's not a lot of things na katulad dati I, I, well before in noy noise uh, noy noise term kasi he called out a problem that's not that apparent to everyone yung wang wang if you can remember but yun nga unlike laglag bala it was not something that's affecting uh, our image here in the Philippines and outside 
uh, right now, syempre, it's just a pandemic. But who knows, diba? When it comes, when May comes, unless God, God hope naman, wag naman sana, unless there is a more stronger variant that will come out, I don't think COVID will be as big of a problem uh, by that time. Kasi nga, we're already at, what, 60 million fully vaccinated? Uh, we might Bakayan. be able to reach that. Pakaya ng apparent issue na obvious. Yung tipong hanggang ngayon wala pa rin national system. Uh, and even if... Ito yung gusto ko sinabi ni Isko eh, na he will treat COVID like... Look, An endemic. Na kagaya, ng ibang ban- na kagaya na sa ibang bansa. Na. And I think that's that's where we should be headed. Kasi at the end of the day, yung punta ka ng Iloilo, punta ka ng La Union, punta ka ng iba-ibang region, iba-ibang app, iba-ibang kung ano-anong requirements, iba-ibang... Ang gulo kasi. Diba? Diba? Pag antagal na natin, wala pa rin tayong actual system ng ganyan. Ano ba yung sinabi ko sa'yo na gagawin na nila? Yung sa contact tracing... They, they never na. push through with it. Yung national, ano, diba? Uh, as far as I know, uh, pabalik ng Mindoro, uh, is still a different uh, process than going to, let's say, uh, Quezon City or Baguio. So, parang, eh, alam mo, sa totoo lang. ano, Ito sabi ni Elon Musk na uh, the, uh, a problem for some great engineers daw is to optimize a product or a process that simply should not exist. Diba? Parang we are taught na, oh sige, ganito, contact tracing. Ang una natin isipin pag samasamahin magkaroon ng national system. But six months from now, do we even need something like that? Mm-hmm. Kasi nga, kung treat mo na yung pandemic as parang regular na sakit, dapat hindi na rin siya ganun ka-big deal eh. Dapat hindi na siya ganun ka... Unless like what you said, yung parang yung bagong variant is contagious tapos nakakamatay. Yung parang kinawakan din sa kagad, di ba? Sobrang <laughs> grabe na yun eh. Kasi by that time, vaccinated na tayo, di ba? That's, that's where we're headed naman kasi talaga. I mean, uh, historically, I'm not talking about COVID-19 specifically. Historically, a lot of these big diseases become an endemic. Yung natitira na variant usually is the most um, pinaka-nakakahawa pero pinaka-mahinang pumatay kasi that's that's the variant that, su- that survives the most. Eh. Uh, and then, other than that, other than the vaccinations, uh, there's a lot of ther- um, treatment drugs that are coming out. Ang dami na, sunod-sunod, di ba? Yun nga yung iniyabang ni Isko sa, ano niya, mm. sa interview niya, na we, 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 are, we have a stock of this, and we have orders for the new ones as well. And if we have treatments available already, these are drugs, these are not um, mga mamahaling medical procedure. These are drugs. A lot of them, meron pang, promise ka, meron na-approve na it's okay for generic uh, production na. And if I'm not mistaken, there are some product uh, pharmaceutical companies here in the Philippines that will start production of that. So meaning, these things combined all together, vaccination, treatment, uh, drug treatments, uh, tapos uh, the COVID-19 being less and less deadly, I mean, compared from Alpha versus Omicron, Delta versus Omicron, mas mas nakakahawa siya, yes, but it's not as deadly based on uh, the available data. Doon na talaga Patay tayo pumunta sa end- endemic Patay talaga. Patay na daw Patay na daw lahat kasi <laughs> ng mga high risk. <laughs> Doon pala yun. But anyway, yeah, nga, um, that issue will be a... Kasi, gen- 
well, February pa lang. February, magka-February 1 pa lang. And we have until what? May. Pagdating ng May, the landscape could be completely different. It could be much, much better or hopefully not, it could be worse. So, parang... Yeah, sana naman, ano, pag dito, um... Kasi it's been two years. Um, honestly, we should move on like a lot of other countries. Kaya nga ang biggest issue na ngayon sa balita sa international news yung Ukraine eh. Diba? Kasi parang nakakamove na yung ibang bansa. Kasi you have to accept na this is what it is. Pero yung Pinas, parang hindi ko, hindi ko rin maintindihan yung gobyerno dito. But parang takot na takot pa din sa, sa COVID. When, ba? Diba, parang hindi na siya ganun ka ano eh. Kadelikado. Sa, Then, ang worry talaga nila yung pagpuno ng mga hospitals eh like what we talked about apakadami nating facilities na binuo out of nowhere na yeah, we're not just napupuno. using it <laughs> oo, oo. Ba, parang napupuno yung hospital kasi people are not being brought to these ano auxiliary I don't want to talk about it but it's crazy okay. di ba uh, pero at the, at the end of the day yun nga I think if anything yun yung low hanging fruit mag-decide yung susunod na pangulo how we want to deal with COVID. Should, should the IATF even exist uh, the way it does now? Dapat talaga, by this time, yung mga LGU, yung mga sariling lugar na kung may spike in certain area, doon sila mag-lockdown. Kung may mm-hmm. ano sa certain, ano, doon nila i-manage regular, I mean, uh, locally, hindi parang kung bansa pa rin yung... Yeah, kasi... Kala ko ngayon na yung pupunta natin nung nag-stop na mag-report ng, ng daily count yung diba? sa social media. Kasi there are only two ways that other countries have reacted to this. For example, you can go full Australia or New Zealand. Ang Australia at New Zealand medyo extreme. Magkaroon lang ng ilang cases, lockdown ng buong bansa. Uh, may mga nanghuhuli pa sila ng mga ano. Alam mo yun, nakita mo ba yun? Yung kapag may nag-protest against the lockdowns, yung talagang dinid, may violent dispersion mm-hmm. na extreme. Meron pang isa, I, I remember, I think that was Canada, na yung isang pastor, pinasok yung uh, yung church niya and he was arrested, handcuffed, tapos led outside, uh, kinulong siya. Alam mo yun, yung mga ganong klaseng extreme na konting kaso lang, total lockdown, total police enforcement or you can go the other route uh, a lot of Euro- European countries that uh, did that na yun nga they're treating it as an endemic uh, in the US medyo depende sa state but but they have a mixture of uh, both approaches and honestly I hope that it will be like the endemic approach but again that will be up to the vice president elect to decide kasi yan ang pinakauna niyang kakaharapin Uh, it's not really a low-hanging fruit. Uh, it's not easy to resolve. Uh, it's not easy to balance ba? Um, kailangan lang mag-decide. Ayun lang eh. Kailangan lang lang decide how they approach it. Hindi pwedeng urong-surong. Hindi pwedeng, alam mo yun. Ops, level 4. Level 4, level 3 naman next week. <laughs> so, level 2 tayo next week, di ba, Pem? Na, so, level yes. Na level 2 na ulit. tayo kasi medyo 2,000 na lang yung kaso. So, ayun, ayun lang. I think, Out of all these, uh, that's the takeaway we want people to have. This will not be the last interview. There will be debates. There will be upcoming ones hosted by Comelec themselves. And there will be others. Ano, rally. Uh, oh. Online so, rallies. Manood. And, and again, I, I talk to the people na undecided. Kasi whatever I do, do sa mga decided, wala tayong magagawa dyan. Mm-hmm. Pero sa mga undecided, um, it's still far, a few months to go. 
pabago-bago pa rin ang, ang tone ng election. And then the upcoming episodes, we will cover uh, potentially, uh, kasi I think areas na namimiss din ng tao, senatorial candidates. Kasi no, mm-hmm. no matter kung sino maging presidente, kung opposition ang Senate, you will barely get Wala anything done. Yeah. And then also party list, just for the sake of it, kasi there's so many people that doesn't know about this party list. Uh, represents uh, what they represent, what they do, sino ba talaga din yung legit, sino yung mga joke-joke lang. I think, you know, <laughs> we had a preview um, of the party list. Ayun, mga apangan natin episode the next few weeks. Yes. Ayan. And that's it for this week's episode of In Full Context. And of course, if you want to hear more of our episodes, you can go down our list of our Spotify archive. There's a lot of episodes we have. I think this is the 40th episode that we've had all time. And of course, if you want to watch this in video, we will be uploading this to our YouTube channel, In Full Context. And we also have our Facebook page. If you have any questions or suggestions of topics, just go to our Facebook page at In Full Context in facebook uh so that's it uh thank you so much everyone for listening and we hope to see you all again next week bye-bye yes talk to you soon bye-bye